0: Today we're going to do multiple Torahs, probably the most Torahs we've ever done in one lesson, but it shouldn't be that long because they're shorter. Let's hop right into it. Torah, Pezain, Kiten Emetli Yaakov, Chesel Abraham. Atin Micha, give Emet to Yaakov and kindness to Avraham. Hain Yan the subject is this. Kianu roin Bechush, because we see naturally, Teher, Shadam, O Telelelab, that immediately when a person wants to walk on the path, on the right path, on the true path, Immediately, judgments are aroused upon this person. And the reason, or reason in general, would dictate otherwise. Logic would, should dictate otherwise. That when you're starting to come close to God, God should give you an easier time. Ah, however, Rabbi is giving us the answer. As it says, there's two types of fear. Rabbi is telling us there's two types of fear. There's the fear of punishment. And the fear of God's exaltedness. These two fears are different. Fear of punishment is called tzedek, justice. But fear of God's exaltedness is called faith. So there's tzedek and emunah. So why is fear of God's exaltedness called emuna? Because by the mere fact that you believe with complete faith, that Hashem is Rav He He's Master and Ruler. <speaking in Hebrew> that He's the Supreme Source of all the world. <speaking in Hebrew> this is why the person fears from God. Because God is that exalted. Supreme Ruler. That He's the root of everything. <speaking in Hebrew> and it's known that it's impossible to come to this Emunah, this Yirat except by means of fear of punishment. You can only get to that level of fear through first going through fear of punishment. Because by the fact that you fear of the punishment, because you believe that, because you fear of punishment, this is why that you believe that Bah is powerful, He's masterful, and He's omnipotent. And through this fear of punishment, He's able to come to a greater faith we find immediately when a person wants to walk on the upright path he needs to have fear meaning this fear called tzedek justice this fear of punishment of tzedek, and it says about justice and he judges the world with justice that God judges the world with justice Therefore, this is why a person who begins to walk on the pathways of God Immediately judgments are aroused upon this person. But when a person comes to the truth, meaning the fear that is called emuna, then all the judgments are sweetened in their source, in their root. give truth to Yaakov, meaning the give truth to the to the fear which is Yaakov. How do we know Yaakov is fear? The end product of humility is fear. So we see Ekev. The end product. The Yaakov of Anava is Yirah. So we see that Ekev is connected to Yirah. That Yirah is the Ekev of Anava. And Ekev obviously means the heel. Which is the root word of Yaakov. So Yaakov is Yira. So we finish off the verse. Then certainly um, there will be chesed to Avraham, loving kindness to Avraham, because Avraham is someone who's called is, is called someone, um, or we call a person who wants to attach himself to Hashem by the name of Avraham. it says in the language Avorham, I'll come to the exalted one. Avraham is a play on the words Avoram. I'll come to the one who's exalted to God. And this is why it's in the Zohar. And sedek justice, will be the girdle of his loins, and Emunah will be the girdle of his waist. So, this would imply that Tzedek is identical to Emunah. From this verse, as we see that they're both connected with the Ezor, this idea. But what? But as long as it does not have bound Emet bound to it, it it's called sedek. Meaning what? As long as emuna doesn't have emet attached to it, then that emuna is called tzedek. It's not complete emuna. It's called tzedek, justice. But the second emet is attached to it, it's called emuna. And then all good and all light reside in it. So you see this idea here. that First, you have this idea of tzedek, but then once you attach the concept of emet to this concept of yir'ah that we mentioned, when we touch emet, to the concept of yira, then we attain um, this idea of emunah. So first the fear of punishment and then we're able through that fear of punishment to attain a fear of Hashem um, that is solely about His exaltedness or specifically to His exaltedness. Okay, Torah okay. Pechet. Be'avim Matar Tainim He who covers the heavens with clouds he prepares rain for the earth. Okay. Behold, it's known that all the influx and all the blessings are only able to come to the world specifically through the tzaddik. It's only through the tzaddik that these influxes come to the world. For the tzaddik has hands in which to receive this influx. What are his hands? Fear and love, for fear and love are the hands which enable the tzaddik to receive all the shefa and all the blessings. And this tzaddik, who is able to bring down these blessings, this unique tzaddik, has to conceal and to hide this ahava and this fear and this love, so that. All the uh, so so that all the accusers, all the other side, does not accuse him and try to steal the shefa. this is what it says: he who covers the heaven with clouds. Hanu eshumaim. What's the heaven? Shamaim is eshumaim, fire and water. This is the right hand, and the left hand, which is the the love um, and the fear. Meaning, when the tzaddik is able to cover the shamaim, which is what we said, esh and maim, fire and water, which we're explaining is to be, his love and his fear. I, then what happens? Then he's able to what? Prepare the earth for rain. Sorry. Um, He prepares rain for the earth, sorry. Meaning he's able now to draw down all this bracha, which is the aspect of rain. But when the tzaddik is very famous, meaning he's not concealed by clouds, then the accusers know and try to pay attention to this tzaddik very well. Try to, to follow the plans and they do not allow him to descend to bring down the Shefa. so Hashem he basically he motivates the heart of a different Sadiq to to, to to strengthen an argument against this Sadiq we're talking about who has the koach to receive the shefa. in order to cover him over so that he can able, be able to bring down the shefa. I mean, the Yitzhara no longer is attacking this person for this other tzaddik is taking this role. And now that the other tzaddik is trying to attack and cause Machloket against this tzaddik who has the power to bring down Shefa, what, this, what Hashem enables, what Hashem does through this is He enables this tzaddik to be covered over by this other person who's attacking him in Machloket in strife. And now He's able to bring down the blessing. And this Machloket, which is the Shem Shemaim, for the sake of heaven, Hanulashema tzadiq, which is actually for the sake of the tzadiq. Shem Shamim, who's called in the language of the of Shamaim. Because we just said above, Shamaim is Eshemaim, which is the Tzadiq, who has both hands. Why is the tzadiq called Shamaim? Shem Shamaim? Because why? Because he has Ahava and Yirah. He has fear and love. Hanul l'Shem Shamaim meaning for the sake of heaven, highvave meaning for the sake of the love and the fear. And is able now. This tzadiq is able. Once he's concealed by these clouds, which is the machloket of this other person, now that he's concealed, he's able to prepare the rain, <speaking in Hebrew> which is the aspect of this abundance and influx. Okay. Mizrat <speaking> in Hashem. <Hebrew> Next Torah. <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> but you made him slightly lacking of God, of Elohim, and with glory and majesty you crowned him. This is a reference to Moshe Rabbeinu, that he was slightly lacking less than Elohim, and Hashem crowned him with glory and majesty. All that which is lacking to a person, whether it's spiritual or whether it's spiritual or physical, this lack, which a person has, is also a lack in the divine presence. Shei for the divine presence is represents the name Elohim. as we see in the Zohar Kadosh and Tikkunah Zohar as well. This idea, and thus, if you made him a bit lacking, as we say in the verse, if Hashem made Moshe a bit lacking, then certainly, it's a little bit less than it, from Elohim. Meaning what? Meaning then the lack is certainly present within Elokim, within Hashem, who is the divine presence. Meaning within the divine presence herself. So we see here if a person is lacking, then the divine presence is lacking. But when a person knows this, that the lack is above and below, it's certain that this man, this person will have great anguish and sadness. And he will not be able to serve God with, with joy. This is why a person must tell himself. Who am I and what is my life? What, is, what am I? What is my life? Meaning that the king himself is telling me of that which he's lacking. Is there, nothing, is there no greater honor than this? Immediately because of this, this person will come to great joy and his intellect will be completely renewed. Wow. Rabban was telling us an awesome chidush here. By the mere fact that you feel you are lacking in something, whether it's Ruhani or Gashmi, whether it's spiritual or physical, that is God telling you that He too lacks the same thing. And that He is lacking in the same representation Meaning that the Shekhinah too, that the Divine Presence is also lacking with, with this regard. Meaning by the mere fact that you're lacking, for example, a wife. We see here that the Shekhinah is also lacking this concept of Zivug. That it's not pre- presently unified with HaKadosh Bahu. So we see here that your lack is actually God telling you what He's lacking. And by the fact that God telling you what He's lacking, there's no greater joy than this because of the fact that literally God is telling you what He's lacking. There's no greater honor than this. God, the King Himself is telling you what He's missing. The King is having a conversation telling you his pain and with glory and majesty you crowned him meaning meaning through the honor and the splendor that which this person has by the mere fact that the king himself is telling him what he's lacking, meaning the king himself is telling this person what what God himself is lacking by the mere fact that you realize that now you have this honor and this splendor because God is telling you what He's lacking. Now, you're going to be crowned with a completely new intellect. With new mentalities. It's Hashem. So, um, that's it for this Torah Petet. We hop into Torah Tzadik. I will rejoice in God. I will rejoice in God. Sinners will seize from the earth. That all the lacks, the lacks, the, the missing things that come to a person. The only reason why a person is lacking something is because it stems from the breaking of the vessels at the beginning of creation that all the sparks were subtracted from the Shekhinah, from the Divine Presence. As is known, this is all brought down in Etzchayim at the beginning. And the rectification for this, to re- retrieve all the sparks, to bring those sparks back to the Shekhinah, to repair the breaking of the vessels, to bring completion to that which a person is lacking. is through bringing yourself to joy in his God. When a person brings himself to joy in his God, then all that was lacking due to the shattering of the vessels will be completed. And all the sparks will be elevated. this is why it says in the verse, I will rejoice in God. Then all the sinners will seize from the earth. What did it say? Then all the um, sins will be seized off and completed. Meaning what? Why are sins a reference to things which we lack? And it was that I and my son Shlomo will be deemed sinners. And it will be. That I and my son Shlomo will be deemed sinners. Aret From the earth, what does that mean? Meaning the the supernal earth. what would What we call the supernal earth? This is the the divine presence. Meaning what? All that which was lacking to the Shechina, all this, all the um, the sins, which is all that which we lacked, all the Shrina, all the sparks which the Shkina lacked since the beginning of creation through the shattering of the vessels will be completed. Nice. That's it for the Torah. Torah, Tzadi Aleph. We're going to do three more Torah and then we'll finish off. Tadi Aleph. And his hands were faith until the coming of the sun. And then there are many types of faith. there's a faith which is only in the heart. And the essential though. It's not that the faith just exists within the heart. But that the faith, um, that a person needs to have faith that it spreads to all the limbs. As it says in the writings of the Arizan. Um, it says in Etz Chaim, um, Sha'ar Aleph, also Sha'ar that a person needs to elevate his hands at the time when he's doing Netilat Adayim, all the way up to the head, in order to receive holiness, we need faith in the hands. To believe that because you're lifting your hands all the way up to the head, that you're receiving holiness. A person needs to have faith with this. Because without faith, there's nothing. It says in Te'elim, all your mitzvot, all your commandments, are faith. When a person has this faith. He proceeds from faith to the intelligence within that thing. Meaning he attains this sechel, this intellect. And the more he strengthens himself with faith, he acquires greater intellect. Because the thing in which at the beginning he needed to believe in, now that he comes to a greater faith, he he understands that th- that first thing at a with a greater intellect, with more rationality, with um, with more um, rationale. And this is why it says with regard to Moshe Rabbeinu. his hands were faith. That it, Moshe Moshe Rabbeinu's faith was so great until literally Moshe's faith spread throughout all his limbs. That even in his hands, Moshe's faith was so great. Until the coming of the sun, meaning what? What's the sun? It's the intellect of that thing. That the sun represents the intellect, as we see in lesson one of the Kutu Moran. The sun represents wisdom, as known by us in lesson one. Okay. we strengthen in Hashem and um, attain this faith that is spread throughout all our limbs by just wandering and pacing around in your house a person or when a person paces and wanders about in his house going from this place here and there he's able to resurrect the dead As it says in Elisha it's a huge Rabbi was telling When Elisha revived the son of the Shunamit, Ktiv says about this story He walked once this way and once that way. Elisha was walking around. If not for the lobes of the lung blowing upon the heart, fanning upon the heart, the heart would burn the entire body, would torch up the entire body. The lungs and the heart represent Yaakov and Yosef. Yaakov is the lungs. For Yaakov is the aspect of truth. It says, Give truth to Yaakov. And the Emet, the truth is the Torah. The, truth, the Torah, which is Emet. And within the Torah, there five books. Corresponding to the five lobes of the lung. As so, we see here this idea that the Torah represents the lungs and the lungs, the Torah represents truth and the truth is Yaakov. So we see that, that Yaakov represents the lungs. Yosef represents the heart Yosef for we, he called Yosef tzafnat paneach. This was um, his title in Egypt. Tzafnat paneach. Uchtiv. And it says in Tehilim, Belibi in my heart, I've hidden away. So we see Tzafant, so we see that within the heart you have something hidden. And we see that Yosef is called this hidden aspect Tzafnat. Tzafnat Paneh. For Yosef, it's called Tzafnat baneh. Which comes from the word Tzafnat, comes from the word Tzafun. But it meaning to be hidden. So we see that in the heart is this hidden concept, and Yosef is called hidden. And whenever the fire of the heart begins to burn and kindle, Hava Oqid Gufa. It could burn the entire body. But through the fact that the five lobes of the lung are moving back and forth, and it's fanning upon the heart, and it cools down the heat of the heart, therefore it doesn't burn. Therefore, it says it with regard to Yaakov, it says in the Midrash, because Yaakov, the Yaakov, seeked out, it says in the verse. So what does the Midrash say about this verse? The Yaakov seeked out? Meaning what? The lung what did Yaakov want to do? because Yaakov it says in the verse that Yaakov was seeking out to dwell in peace in tranquility meaning what? who's Yaakov? he's the lung dwelling in tranquility but what happened? when Yaakov wanted to seek out tranquility immediately he was beset by the trouble regarding Yosef meaning what? the um, the the heat of the heart. So when Yaakov Um who's the lungs, um we see here that Yaakov he represents the lungs. Le Shabbat dwelling in peace is the aspect of Yosef, Yosef because he was immediately troubled by the, the by the story of Yosef and Yosef represents the heart. So we see that Yaakov is cooling off the heart which is Yosef. Nimsa we find Adam Torah. We find that when a person who is the aspect of the Torah, we know that a man represents Torah this is the Torah Adam a person, so we see that the word hat Torah and then Adam are right next to each other to teach us that the man a man represents the Torah. We see here when a, when a man who's the Torah that he's wandering around in his house, he's able to cool off the fire, which represents judgment, and he's able to bring dead people to life, so that they should be brought back to life. This is a huge Khidush. And we have the emuna to do such avoda that is mentioned in this lesson. With Hashem, Torah This is the last Torah I will do today. Any person who does business dealings with faith, or each and every person who does business with faith, So any person who does business with faith, he fulfills the mitvah, the positive commandment, to love Hashem your God which is the root of all the positive commandments. It um, says in, uh, what do you call it? Al Pasuk On the verse, when Yitzchak tells Esav to make for him delicacies uh, just like I love, make for me delicacies just like I like, um, in, in order to, so that Yitzchak should give Esav the bracha, but what was Yitzchak saying over there? The Zohar really brings down. The Zohar brings down. Mi pikudin de'aseh. What are matamim? Delicacies? Mi pikudin de'aseh. From the positive mitzvot. So we see. Ka'asher ahavti. Just like I loved. We see here. I loved. Is the root of all the positive mitzvot. Mi pikudin de'aseh. Ve'chetzal And how does one fulfill the commandment of the ahavta to love Hashem? the bagmarah. For it's brought in the Gemara. In Yoma Al on the verse that the name of heaven becomes beloved through you. That people love Hashem through you. when a person has read, studied and attended Torah scholars and he deals in pleasantness with other creatures, when he does business dealings with faith, um, it says over there in the Gemara, that the creatures or human beings say about this person, happy is he, happy is the person who taught this man Torah. Meaning that what? The Shem Shemaim, the name of heaven, is beloved through this person because everyone likes him that the name of heaven was beloved through this person through you and this is how you fulfill the mitva which is the root of all the continues. also through doing business dealings with faith one is able to get to a level which is above time it's brought in the Gemara. As it concludes over there, it concludes in the Gemara, in uh, Yoma, we see over it, that we just mentioned. It concludes, upon this person who does business dealing with faith, who engages with people in pleasantness, who studied, attended, read by the Tamid Dech etc. To go to this person, it says, It's in you whom I take pride. This is God who is saying this. That he takes pride in Am Yisrael. And we know that Israel exists within the thought. Within thought. Within God's thought. In the Midrash, Israel arose in God's thought. And we know that thought is above time. A third idea. We see that through business dealing with faith, a person is able to pray with a clear intellect. For Tfilah is also above time. For prayer is also above the aspect of time. Because we say in the Gemara Brachot that Tfila stands at the summit of the entire world. And also because you get to this aspect of love, from this strength, he's able to get to expanded consciousness to attain expanded consciousness, through this love that he attained, and now he's able to pray, with a clear intellect, so you see these many, awesome ideas, that a person can attain, through doing business with Emunah, that he's able, to, um, to first, to fulfill the Ahavta, that he should love his God, he's able to fulfill this mitzvah, which is the root of all the mitzvot, so that if you're doing the all the mitzvot, not only that, but through business dealing with faith, you're able to ascend above time and when you ascend above time, um you're able to pray with clear with a clear mind. So may we have the merit to to truly do business with faith. To attend to Tamid that Hashem is loved through us, that people love and that the name of Shamaim is beloved. Through us. Um Hashem. Maybe we have the merit.